Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Before this episode starts, I need to talk to you about something. It's very serious. Um, it's very important. Bear with me. Um, this is very hard for me to do on air. Damn. <clears throat> for years now, there's been a misconception floating around and um, I need to address it. Black Air Force Ones have been deemed socially unacceptable and they've been deemed the official footwear of criminals. And that's just not how I grew up. The real plague in our community is bucket naked Tims. <sighs> there are individuals who torment our streets wearing Tims with no leather and a single soul because they have no soul. These culprits even wear them to play basketball. Do I have to explain what type of scum plays basketball in soulless Tim's? As you all know, I'm anti-law enforcement. But please, if you see these scoundrels, these vagabonds, these miscreants, Please alert the local authorities. They must be apprehended and brought to justice. Thank you very much. You are now listening to Learn Life, hosted by Alan Patron. The very few cats that I respect in this game. If you're looking through the credits, nigga, check for your name. And if it's not there, someone complain that it's not fair. The way I popped up and hot all year. Like a scarlet fever, take the heart to all non-believers. Moving with sharks, make it more hard to reach us. Dark lips be the guard features. Flashing most stacks, bald-headed as in Kojak. Keep a show packed in a money clothes kid. Niggas on my nuts like they honey roasted. Rock low shit, double XL to hide the full fifth. Celebrating this life, the whole clip. My 38th birthday was last week, and I appreciate all the beautiful messages, all the love, the posts, the calls, the texts, all of it. And it's funny, man, because I don't particularly like attention, especially on my birthday. But this year, man, I didn't mind it um, to see and hear how much my life matters to people is dope, especially because, you know, y'all matter to me so fucking much. And. I'm just so appreciative of you know, the blessing to grow older. Like I'm two years away from 40 and that's fucking crazy to me. And on birthdays, you know, I just tend to reflect a lot. And it's like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, it used to be, you know, can't wait till you turn 10. Can't wait till you turn 13, 17, 18, 20, 21, 25. Don't play those lottery numbers. That's that's not. And I mean no disrespect for what I'm about to say, but like, if you're 25, <laughs> you're still a fucking child. Uh, I, I remember when I was 25, I knew I was still a fucking child and I didn't know it at the time. But like looking back at it now, of course, 2020 vision and all that hindsight being 2020 vision, excuse me. Shit, man, <laughs> at 38, I'm still learning, still growing and still figuring this life thing out. You know, I'm just more calm about it. 
Like, I don't have this, you know, panic where I have to figure everything out by Eastern Standard Time at seven o'clock or else. And it's like, and that's not to say that, you know, I don't have a sense of urgency or I don't have a lot of passion in me. It's to say that I've learned how to be patient. You know, the older we get, the less a lot of shit matters and we just don't do anymore. You know, I know because of you know, where we're from and just being a black man in America, like we have to be tough. And But I'm not fighting someone because they looked at me the quote unquote wrong way or because they said this and they said that. And, uh, so the fuck what? Like, what do we have to prove to who? Like, even the word tough changes meaning when you get older. Like, for me now, tough is about being vulnerable. Tough is confiding in people when you're not okay. Tough is restraint. Like, not giving people the reaction that they think they want from you. Learning to let things go. But sometimes, you know, something that I tell myself before I talk to my young guys, especially, is like, when I was a kid, it was fucking impossible to get through to me because, you know, I wanted to figure it out on my own and there was no one at fault for it. Even myself, I don't blame for that anymore. Um, notice I said anymore because I did blame myself for it before all the trouble I got into and stuff. It was just that, you know, figuring it out on my own is just what I needed for me. Like I knew what I wanted to do with my life, but I didn't know who I was and I needed to find that through the good, the bad, the ugly and the great. Like I was determined to find out who Alan was on my own. And I'm mindful of that because as I'm talking to my young guys, like there's no you got to do one, two, three, you know, like sometimes. Shit, a lot of times <laughs> you just got to figure it out on your own. And our role as older men is to be there to help them see themselves clearer. It's not to judge them or try to mold them into our idea of who they should be. But you young niggas, I be too old for a lot of the shit y'all be on. Like everything is trap this and trap that. And it's like, why don't y'all shut your fucking trap? How about that? I ain't one of your fucking TikTok snappy chatty friends look fellas i asked you nicely well now i'm getting very irritated for the last time would you please stay off my freaking grass please this year i lost about 20 something pounds hey listen the beginning of this pandemic which we're still in the beginning of this pandemic had me down bad man but you know running eating better sleeping somewhat better and more and tennis got me back into shape. Yes, I said tennis. They call me straight sets around the nets, if you didn't know. I actually, uh, in this past, uh, I want to say May, I won the inaugural Rap Snacks Invitational. <laughs> you know, I love niggas because niggas would have said the first annual. First annual is some niggas. <laughs> but I'm a nigga too, so I love us irregardless. You know niggas love irregardless. <laughs> The point I'm trying to make is, you know, I still have some of my athletic ability and I hate the fact that tennis, baseball, golf, they aren't readily available in our communities. Like we always have to travel to play those other sports. 
That's why when niggas say, you know, they're about to play ball, everybody knows we mean basketball. And it's cool, you know, because I love basketball. We love basketball as we should. But, you know, there's other sports that we can and we have excelled at given the opportunity to do so. And I always laugh because, you know, a lot of us call (laughs) certain sports corny or boring. But when we get a chance to participate and play, forget about it, man. We have so much fun. And then the thing that we really do is that we make it our own. But still, I love basketball. I love watching it, love playing it. But the problem with basketball is I be playing with young niggas and they're all athletic freaks. Like, remember when we started playing basketball at first, smacking the backboard? It was like the first real big athletic accomplishment. We used to call it clapping. Then we graduated to grabbing the rim before finally dunking. And it's funny because I mentioned my born day was last week. And, you know, every year I try to see if I can still dunk. You know, I, I couldn't this year, but I can still grab the rim. You know, my dunking days are over. So, like I said, you know, I'd be playing with these Greek freaks, all of them. These young dudes just be jumping over people. And that made me think, what's more disrespectful in basketball? Getting dunked on or getting crossed over? I mean, listen, it's a personal preference, just like everything else in life is. But for me, I personally think getting crossed is way worse. Because it's personal. Like this person saw you and targeted you. Whereas, you know, getting dunked on, it can be wrong place, wrong time. It's like, you know, premeditated murder versus involuntary manslaughter. But even more than the basketball moves is the disrespect that comes out these young dudes' mouths. Like, look, I'm perfectly okay with talking shit, especially on the fucking basketball court. But once you start talking about my age, how bald I am, or, you know, when they start with the the tick, tock, tock, tick dances. Now, now we have an issue. So what I did, uh, I brought one of my white friends with me because he's a shooter. You know, y'all probably know him by now. His name is uh, Roscoe Garcia. And what y'all don't know about white Roscoe is that he has a really beautiful jump shot. So <clears throat> I had to bring him with me because, you know, after these young dudes embarrassed me, I had to come back with a ringer. So, you know, white Roscoe is just hitting three after three. But then he started, you know, putting up, you know, that three point sign that people be doing. And the other black people in the gym couldn't tell if it was a three point sign or if it was a white power sign. So, you know, they try to jump white Roscoe and, you know, I have to leave him at home from now on. So the next time I played, you know, I made their life a living hell. Like I called every infraction. I use words like infraction because I'm an author, obviously. So I basically turned into a referee especially when I couldn't get back on defense. Like, you know how niggas be calling bullshit because they really need a timeout? That'd be me. I'm too old for this shit. Fuck you. I don't care. Because <laughs> you know what it is, man. These young niggas, they be running plays, setting picks. Like, why are you setting a pick in a pickup game? So I call the moving screen. I don't have time for this fucking nonsense. Like, I'll sit on the basketball at half court arguing until somebody respects my call. And that's the problem with these young dudes. Like, yo, when I was a kid... I'd go to the park with my uncles, whatever it is. Older dude called something. That was it. Or you could argue and find yourself with a forearm in your chest, courtesy of some dude playing in bucket naked Tim's. And the nigga always looked like fucking Lamar from 12th Street on BMF. 
That nigga right there, Lamar, hold on. This nigga Lamar from 12th Street, that is the most chaotic nigga on television right now. But we all know a nigga like that. Just aggy all the time. But back to these young assholes for a second, right? These niggas don't even check the ball correctly. Like, remember how we used to place the ball at the line or at somebody's feet instead of checking it to them? Or if someone did that to us, like, we would throw it back to them. Like, yo, check ball, nigga. So this one dude, right, he checked me the ball and, you know, I didn't particularly care for the way he threw the ball at me. So I threw it back and said, check ball. And he took it the other way and scored the game winning basket. I I just don't have it in me to fight over a basketball game. So I just walked off the court and just realized I'm too old for this shit. So I sat on the sideline talking shit the entire next game, just coaching and telling everybody the other team's weakness. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm that guy. That nigga in purple, he the shooter. I'm 100% that guy. Let my team lose a game. I'm turning into the biggest sideline hustler hater on earth. Yo, green, green can't go left. I don't give a fuck. But the thing is, I can't play ball with dudes my age because it's not a real workout. It's some of the worst basketball you're ever going to fucking play. You know, niggas my age play defense by just leaning on you or holding your shorts, holding your shirt. Like, I can't do it. And then niggas my age, they be coming with shooter sleeves, knee braces, goggles. They got to wrap their ankles. You ever hear a nigga hiss before they stand up? Like, (sighs) that's how niggas my age be. Not me. Like, I'm old, but I'm not washed. Like, I don't need to use a banister when I have to walk up a flight of stairs. Oh, I'm hurt. Oh, my neck. My back. My neck and my back. I got some old friends that don't know they're old. Like, you know, one of my friends, Kevin A. Lewis, he's 43 years old, but he be acting like he's 27 because he be on 23rd Street buying prostitutes and stuff like that. Like, he just needs to go home and be a family, man. This shit's getting really disgusting. And second of all, like, I don't understand who the fuck he thinks he is using his middle initial, Kevin A. Lewis. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? Him and my other friend, Andrew L. Case. I love y'all, but who the fuck do y'all think y'all are using y'all middle initials? Like, only assholes use their middle initials. I'm sorry for getting off track, but man, that should be getting me mad. But I love us, young, old, in between or whatever. But honestly, there's just certain things as older gentlemen that we should know how to do by now. Like, you know, which side of the street to walk on? Like, all jokes aside, there's no punchline coming or nothing like that. That shit irritates me to no end when I see grown men walking on the wrong side of their lady in the street. Like, look. I'm the most mind my business ass nigga in the world, but that shit annoys the living fuck out of me. And listen, I'm not trying to be in your bedrooms, nor do I really care. But, you know, men are supposed to sleep on the side closest to the door. And these are just things that, you know, older men, we should just know, like not wearing cargo shorts. We 35 and older. Why the fuck do we need 81 pockets? This is not the fucking Boy Scouts. Where the fuck are you going? Your shorts belong above your knees. Have some fucking class. And my brothers, we need to learn how to put on the right amount of cologne. There's no reason I should ever smell a nigga before I see him. You don't spray your clothes with cologne. You spray your person. And it's a hint of cologne. Now, listen, I don't know exactly how much a hint is, but you know what the fuck I'm talking about. All right. Before I get out of here, the thing I'm truly too old for in this world is to not be myself out loud and fully 
I'm very comfortable with who and how I am. I know exactly what I want and what I need to accomplish it. I enjoy being older um, because the common misconception is, you know, you get old and you start being boring. Like, no, your fun just changes and there's so much less space for nonsense. But there is something that, you know, I think about a lot as I get older and grow older. You know, at what age is it okay to call the police? Like, if someone stole my car out of my garage, what am I supposed to do? You know, it sounds like a joke, but I'm dead ass. There's no punchline or nothing coming. I'm being so serious right now. If someone stole the car out of my garage, what am I supposed to do? Because, you know, we from this, you know, don't call the police. And and listen, I'm anti-law enforcement as fuck. But what am I supposed to do? Call John Wick? Call the equalizer? Because imagine me calling the police for whatever reason. I'm a big black man covered in tattoos. I'm a male number one to them. I don't have tattoos because I think I'm a thug. I got them because I love them. I love the feeling of getting them. I love how they look. They're a great conversational piece. And, you know, they're an expression of who I am. But to them, you know, it makes me a criminal mastermind. And the point I'm trying to make is that, you know, even as I advance in age, I can't trust or call the police to help me. Not because of some code that I'm trying to abide by, but because I know how they view black men in America. And it always makes me wonder. It makes me sad. It makes me angry. It makes me a lot of things. Because when did I change in their minds? Like, when did I change from this cute kid to some menacing figure? That's a question I sit with a lot, you know, especially being around kids. And then that's a real scary question, because how deeply rooted is it to think that, you know, black people growing old is a threat? That's the fucked up world that we live in. Anyway, that's my time. Black people, I love us. Stick together. Let's do right by each other. White people. I seen you protesting on the bridge. I should have jumped off of it. And do remember, the light at the end of the tunnel is your own reflection, and I'll see you on the other side. But now it's different, we gotta stay sober. You'll communicate, Star Tech, Motorola. Keep it on the hot touch, don't talk too much. Dog down entertainment, you know we touch. All our whips got navigation. Why your whips is just car pacing. Is you knowing what you're facing?